Hello, and welcome to the Dogcast. This is George the Bulldog. You might have seen me around Castledale White stuff, and I'm always telling my owner how important one-to-ones are. So this Dogcast is going to teach you how to do good one-to-ones with your team. So one-to-ones are part of uh, our people promise, something that we are committed to delivering to uh, members of the White Stuff family so that everyone gets a one-to-one once a week. So the point of today's uh, Dogcast is to make sure that we are obviously using that time as effectively as we possibly can be and and getting the most out of that time that we do commit to with our our teams. If you haven't already, you may wish to log on to the Dogcast website and uh, download the notes that accompany this uh, edition. Uh, It might help you to read those as you listen and and make any notes as you go along. So they're available on the site and you you can print them out obviously and follow as we go through. So without further ado, let's talk about how to have effective one-to-ones. So um, as you see on the notes, the first thing to talk about really is is what the basics are of effective one-to-ones. And and those really are are quite simple in that they are regularly scheduled. Um, rarely missed. The focus is on the individual who's receiving the one-to-one and that there's notes to follow up and it, and it, and it is absolutely critical that the uh, individual is, is at the centre of the one-to-one and, and ideally the more talking that they do as part of that then the more you'll get out of it, the more commitment you'll get from them and the more you can improve their performance and continue to monitor performance in, a, in, a, in an effective and challenging way. So at the very least, I suppose, the uh, best way to get one-to-ones um, working regularly is to, is to book in a, a regular slot within your timetable and obviously share that with the person who's going to have the one-to-one in it. You can spread those and plan those effectively uh, with your team around your week so that they work with, with your schedule and also that they work with, with, with the person who's receiving them as well and they, they, they can happen regularly. And, and I think once you've got that commitment, it becomes more and more easy and, and every week that there is that expectation that it, it will happen and, and that it will be followed up on and that, and that can have a real positive impact. So the answer to when do we do uh, one-to-ones and I guess how regularly we do them is, is quite a simple one in that we are, you know, as I said, as part of the People Promise, we are committed to having those once a week. Um, and um, I guess there are some exceptions if someone is, is a part-time worker and they perhaps only work one or two days a week where you might, it might be justified to have those once every, every fortnight just to ensure that you, know, you have plenty to talk about in those meetings. But I think it's important if you're a, a, a manager of, of quite a large team um, with, with various levels of um, people working beneath you is that, for instance, if you're in a shop, um, you might want to allocate some of your one-to-ones uh, with some of your product advisors to, um, to get your um, assistant manager to do those, or perhaps even a supervisor as part of their development if you're confident that they're going to get the most out of that, that, those sessions and, and you're confident that they know how to do that and perhaps they've listened to this dogcast as well then you know the more you can share that workload with those guys and perhaps just have um, less regular check-ins with with individuals then as long as they're getting that time once a week then you know you could probably plan it that way as well to make sure that it works for you in your team and in, in, in your environment as best as it can. So where we do one-to-ones, I guess um, the key thing is it, that it's not in public. Um, obviously, you don't want to have an audience while you're doing it, um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be behind closed doors in private, um, unless there is obviously some sensitive things that perhaps you feel you need to talk about or that you feel that the, the person in the one-to-one might feel uncomfortable uh, talking about unless they were completely in private. But, so if you do have an office, then... Um, it's great doing it if you can shut a door behind you but 
if you have to do it at a desk or in a public space then you know just doing it sensitively is fine and you know if possible and if you want a bit more space then I don't think there'd be any issue in in popping out of your your workplace to go you know to go for a cup of coffee in a, a local coffee shop or finding a, a space or bench to sit on or around somewhere else and use your imagination I guess. One of the questions I commonly get asked about once once is, is how long should they be as a guide, I would suggest that they should be 30 minutes, um, which I think for some people can be quite daunting. They think that they have to almost prepare a 30-minute presentation. But as I said, the onus uh, of a one-to-one -one should be on as much on the individual, and if so, more if not more so, on the individual to do the talking. So, as a guide, as, as you see on the notes, I've said that um, 10 minutes should be for them to talk, to tell to tell you how they've got in in the last week since you last saw them. Uh, and then there should be 10 minutes for you to feedback upon that or um, to give them you know, some further um, sort of goals. And then finally, the final 10 minutes really should be again to, to, to set forward uh, objectives and to talk, you know, and start setting targets for the next week really. So I, I think when you break it down into those smaller chunks really, um, prior to the meeting you really only need to be you know, able to speak for for 10 minutes on, 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 on what you want you know, what you want to communicate, what objectives you want to communicate and, and the rest of the time really you'll be looking for them to input on that or you'll be talking about things that are an outcome of, of what you've both said in that meeting anyway. So I guess the big the big uh, point really is, is how to prepare for your one-to-ones to, to get the most out of the time that you spend with the individual. So the first element of that really is around, around the notes that you take and how you record that. So uh, the first bit will be to obviously check on any notes that you made from the previous week. Uh, uh, is there anything you need to follow up on uh, and make sure that you can talk about that again. Um, you know, think about how, what notes you actually make and there is actually a format on the back of this, uh, this note sheet that um, we'll talk through shortly which will really help with that. And it's, and it's important, I guess, if there is uh, anything you, you need to challenge someone and that you, you think carefully before you go into that conversation about how you're going to ask them. So what things do you need to communicate? So there might, that might be um, stuff around the business, the performance of the business, what you've been up to and keeping them in the loop of, of, of what you're actually doing with your time. It's important to think about what um, of the individual's behaviour you want to focus on, uh, any projects or work that, that they're involved in and that they might need to be updated on, the things that you might have heard. Um, is there any organisational issues that you might have heard, again, from the wider business, uh, communication centrally? Um, and again, any meetings that you might have just attended and, and things that you've learned from those as well. So it's important, obviously, to you know think about what the common items that you need to get out to everyone: um, schedules, timetables, um, projects, and workload, and, and, and involve people in that and keep them as informed as you you possibly can. And like I say, this the point that you talk about really. It doesn't necessarily have to be about the individual. It's really updating them on on what what you know and and, and, and what's going on in the business and keeping them as informed as absolutely possible and that is really important for the engagement of the individual and I think it makes people feel you know really really valued if, if they have that in that that knowledge so it's important to prepare thinking about uh, any positive feedback you can give someone and, and that you know that's really really important I'm sure that we um, you know say ad hoc thanks at the end of the day or you know thank people for stuff as and when they do things but I think sometimes um, it's really important you know, in that one-to-one -one environment to refer back to something and say what a great job someone did. That really goes a long way to, to, to building someone's confidence and making them feel good. Um, I think sometimes we, we undervalue how much uh, our team appreciate um, 
what we think and, and how much they, you know, they would be so grateful and how important it is to them to, to get some sort of feedback, to get some, you know, some positive feedback if they deserve it. And that can really have a bit, be a booster for them. And, and next to that, what challenging feedback am I going to give and in various um, White Stuff courses? So within Leading White Stuff and Leader as Coach as well, we discuss feedback and if you, um, and there's some real good tips on how to give structured feedback in there. So hopefully you've been on those and you can refer back to those. And if not, get yourself on those soon. But obviously being prepared to give feedback and, and doing that in a constructive way, in a way that will actually affect uh, an improvement in them is, is absolutely critical. So preparing for that, providing yourself with lots of, of evidence of, of uh, things that have happened that have led to you giving that feedback. So you've got plenty of, of things to back that up is absolutely critical. And finally, is there anything you can delegate? So, you know, delegation is, is a huge, um, hugely important thing for a manager. And, and I, you know, I, I would often challenge myself when I was a manager of a, quite a large team to, to think about how much, you know, what was there, could I delegate there that I could potentially get someone else to do that would be great development for them, but would also allow me more time to, to, to spend more time, I guess, developing individuals or, or doing that extra 10% that can really give added value to my team or to, to my function and, and, and improve the business I suppose so think about if there's anything else that you can you can delegate to the individual that they might not have done before a bit of development which will go a really long way of, of making them feel valued varying their day up a bit and, and really you know making them really motivated for the next week. So on the back of the uh, notes page that you have, you'll find a, a really simple format for recording your one-to-ones. Uh, and as I said, it's really important that you know, if you record them, you, you make notes one week that you then follow up on those the week after. And that's something that you can obviously do on a rolling basis. And, and, and you, you'll be able to think about how you want to file those, that are whatever way works best for you. But critically, it's you know you might want to talk about personal stuff and I think that I think it's important to do that so I put a little box up at the top there so that might be if someone's going on holiday or you know that they've had a birthday or an anniversary or something you'd like to talk about because you know that's just as important really is, is that personal stuff and, and understanding what's going on in an individual's life then uh, there's a space to take notes from what that person has to say to you so when you ask them those questions around how they found the last the last week that's where you make some make some notes on what they're saying the next bit is your update, so that's where you can probably go into this meeting prepared to know what you want to tell them about in advance, if there's anything you want to update them on. And then uh, the next bit really is, is the future follow-up section where you would set goals for the next week and make notes of things that you want to follow up on in the future as well. So a really, really simple structure. It's not complex at all, but it really does make that, that conversation go much smoother and make it a much, much more effective in terms of, of, of producing a great performance from the individual. Um, so just as a final little point, at the bottom of the page you'll find... Um, uh, selection of um, some great questions that you can ask as part of your one-to-one so I shan't bore you by reading through them all but if you have a look through those and as part of your preparation it might help you to go through some of those questions and to really help uh, generate and, and facilitate a you know, really positive development conversation so have a read through those as well. So that just about wraps up our Dogcast on one-to-ones. I hope you've got something out of it. I hope it's changed the way you think about one-to-ones a little bit and and means that you will perhaps get more out of that and hopefully the individual getting um, the one-to-one will also get something out of it. So thank you very much for listening.